Hey guys, we're here uh, back. We're back again at the Quilter Block Party. <laughs> As we have said repeatedly, uh, we're sitting down with Don Lace from Lace. I don't know, Lace Music Products. I'm reading off your shirt. I usually just think of Lace Pickups. Do you All in the same, because we yeah. do a little bit more than just pickups. Okay. Don't be afraid to really get on that mic, too. Like Testing. And, um, there you go. So, that said, we, we've been doing pickups since 1979, uh-huh. but we've done, uh, we do other things in different industries. We've been, uh, for those of you who would like a little history lesson, uh, the sensors actually were first introduced on Fender guitars in 1985, Right, and we had a 10-year exclusive contract, and it was kind of like all the planets lined up. Uh-huh. They had just bought themselves from yeah. CBS. They had no factory. They had literally nothing. And uh, when we started with them, we were like the last people in the big building in, in Fullerton and then out to Corona, but or in Brea, that is. But all said and done, um, we had a great run with those guys. And as you know, when they they had when I say they had nothing, they literally had nothing. Yeah. And they had American Standard Strat that hadn't been revised forever. Right. Uh, and Dan Smith came up and crew came up with the Strat Plus, which had our pickups on it. The first one to guy to play it was Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally the first guy to play it outside of that factory. Was oh Eric wow. Clapton. Then after that was you know the the Jeff Beck and Buddy Guy and the whole crew of famous people that have yeah. played our stuff over the years and and uh, Eric was that was his number one uh, pickup and and model until oh early 2000s I think and then they switched over to uh, some in-house stuff but uh, as history goes uh, we had a great run with them and we obviously continue to sell uh-huh. the uh, the lace sensors it's still one of our best-selling pickups yeah. uh, since then we've come up with this uh, design called the Illumitone, yeah, yeah, which is a totally different beast. Nobody else has anything like this yeah, out I there. I just love the way they look. I yeah, mean, I, every like, time I see one of those, they're like, they look so crazy. Kind of like an but industrial they, art deco sort yeah, of thing. I've like played them pretty. a couple times and they sound, I mean... Yeah, Jeff Light's my brother. Really he's, cool. he's, a, he's a designer by heart and by trade. And we always say if it looks good, it sounds good. Uh-huh. Shit, it, it does. <laughs> I mean, it does. So It's so true. Uh, so much of this stuff that... You know, as musicians, we get excited about in like the gear industry. So much of it is because it's initially pretty. Like, oh, what's that pretty thing there? I'm so convinced people play with their eyes. Oh, totally. I mean, without, you know, a, without a doubt, they yeah, play with I've their never eyes. even thought about that. Actually, you think about like, you know, the maple tops and you know all of these exotics like bubinga and whatever that guys are making guitars out of. Like, how much of it is like, oh, this is an exotic tone wood because it looks cool, like. <laughs> Right. I, I, now I just want to, like, I don't know. I, I never well, you know, really it, thought about it. It comes that. down to it. Does it make you feel good? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I mean, if it makes you feel good, whether you're visually looking at it or you're playing it or you're touching it or whatever the heck, that's yeah. what counts. And yeah. it just happens to be if it really plays great and sounds great, it's even better. Then you then you can really stand on your high horse and say, right, look right. what I got. <laughs> I play a guitar in one of my bands as a, a Hallmark Swept-Wing. I don't oh, know wow. If, I don't know if you're familiar with those, but it like, basically looks like it's out of like, the Jetsons world. Yes, yes. And it plays great. It sounds good. But the reality of it is I play that thing for its looks. Like, it's a, <laughs> it's a looks thing. I want to look crazy, and that gets me there. So it, that stuff goes a long way. The, the Lumatunes definitely 
have a look going for sure. They, they have a look no one else does, and we continue to kind of push that envelope. You know, we have them different colors now. Uh -huh. Obviously, we have them for just about every sort of application. Yeah. You know, we're going extended range single coils. We just introduced last month at the Nashville NAM show. Wow. And uh, which, by the way, saw a great 60 cycle hum t shirt there. So that's why I even <laughs> knew about you guys. So that, that was cool. Yeah. Um, we had some listeners out there walking around, and apparently one of them kept getting asked. Well, he kept having people come up to him and be like, hey, I love your show. Hey, I love this, I love this and that. And he, after a while, he just gave up and was like, oh, okay, thank you. Like, he stopped trying to correct them. Oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> great shirt, great graphics. Yeah. So yeah. that's thank how you. I found out about you uh, guys. My thought is like on that was kind of like, obviously, you don't love the show that much because you would have known that we weren't going to be at Summer Now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said when the guy put, when our listener posted that, it was like, hey, Get us some, uh, get us some marketing deals. <laughs> we'll give you a yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, when you saw the T-shirt bopping around, I go, okay, there's some media yeah. there. And if, you, yeah. if you sense, if you convince someone to send us a pedal for demo, we'll give you 10% of the pro of the of the, <laughs> there you go. Of the there you go. work fee. So what what is the uh, like the technology concept behind the Illumitones? Well, the Illumitones work like any other pickup, except they don't work like every other pickup. <laughs> they, uh, for for those of you that know how a pickup works, you have a coil and you have a magnet, uh -huh. you know, and then you're you're inducing a voltage into it. This one is inside out. You basically have our what we call our primary, which is Let's see, if you're looking at one, if it was chrome or black, it's one gauge of aluminum wire, basically, which uh -huh. is basically a stamping. And it uh, it's, goes around ceramic eight magnets, just like a regular pickup. But then it's inductively coupled by laminations, microphone laminations from a Sure 52. And uh, it steps down into basically a transformer, so it boosts the signal going out. So it's basically a transformer. Wow. In, in all intents and purposes. And why nobody built this in the 30s or the 40s, I, you, you got me. <laughs> I mean, it should have been done a million years ago. But it's done now, and uh, we, like I said, we continue to push the envelope with this thing and uh, the applications. And every month we sell more and more and more of those things. And it's like the overnight 15-year success. You right, know? right. That's the way it goes in the music industry. Everything goes yeah. slow. A, lot, a big part of our show is that we review, uh, like, ads from the used market, like Craigslist and eBay uh -huh. and Reverb and stuff like that. And we see them in, in aftermarket in guitars a lot as they're being sold. And I don't think we ever, like, we ever no, ever discuss if that's, like, an upgrade or not. It's definitely, like, a different thing. Like, yeah. they're a very specific pickup, and if you're interested in them, you're interested in them. And I think most people, I mean, obviously that's going to change, but most people probably aren't super familiar with like their qualities or how they sound they know they look great and they look very well, different as you know if they look great they sound great so exactly and they shot uh, with their eyes but something uh you can let me know what you think about this uh, a big like talking point that we hit a lot with the uh, aftermarket upgrades is that and this is a little bit off topic but i figure you're here might as well talk about it uh <laughs> so you get in a guitar and you put your pickups in it and say it's say it's a mexican strap that's like a good base start for right. a lot of people Usually $300, $400 guitar on the used market. Someone takes this guitar and they pour $300 of pickups in it. Is that now a $700 guitar? Because you took the old pickups out, 
and you lost the value of those original pickups, and now you're putting new pickups in and only selling it with the new pickups. And this is like the kind of thing that we debate, like on the show. Well, <laughs> in, in my opinion, of course, I would agree with that, that it does make the guitar 700 guitar. Oh, of course, if it's guitar. your pickups, of course. Yeah, target pickups. <laughs> hey, maybe like an 800. You know, I mean, from the manufacturing <laughs> you know, standpoint, you know, it doesn't really cost much to make a regular pickup. I mean, it costs, right, you know, right. nothing, a couple bucks. But to get the time and the patents and the designs and all that stuff, it starts having some more worth to it. But that said, I mean, let's take, for instance, like you said, a Mexican Strat. I mean, that's an incredible quality guitar. Yeah. You know, and, man, if somebody said, here's a guitar made in Corona and here's a guitar made in Mexico, which one is which one is it? If you didn't know where it was stamped on, right, you'd right. have a hard time. I mean, yeah. the quality's there. I mean, a lot of it just comes down to the final fit and finish. Exactly, exactly. And if you can step that up with, you know, additional pickups or oh, exactly. a bridge or something like that, I mean, you don't need to buy a $2,000. Right, car. right. You know, in fact, there, there's now retailers out there that, that do take... Mexican Mexican strats and upgrade them with lace pickups and, mm. and sell them exactly yeah. at like seven hundred dollars. Really, but somebody's now getting this super quality guitar, yeah. but all upgraded electronics, and it's uh -huh. not just the pickups; it's the the tone pots and et cetera, et cetera right. oh, yeah. that they put in there. But it's it's a hot rotted, basically out of the factory still uh, guitar. Probably for half or two thirds less oh, than what it, you would have cost to, yeah. you know, buy a USA made one. And the thing I say about the Mexican Strats is like, you can gig it, and if you wreck it, just go get, just go get another one. Yep. Swap pick guards. You got absolutely, <laughs> and they're absolutely. all pretty consistent. You're going to get the same guitar again. Yeah, you know? I, the, the quality of guitars made today is, I mean, it's really hard to screw it up. It I, really I, is. I mean, with the machinery out there and the software and stuff. Yeah. I, and then you have the opposite side. You have your hand built guitars. Of which are always good because yeah. they're being hand built. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of it too, like we were talking, shopping with your eyes. You go to you know a small builder. Builder, we're good friends with uh, uh, the builder Cower and and Paul Roney's and uh, John Sullivan at Soli Guitars and the little builders like that who are making names for themselves. It's like you go to those guys, you're going to pay a lot more, but you're going to get something like super unique, looks totally different. It's not going to. No one's going to think, oh, you picked that up off the wall at Guitar Center. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, shopping with your eyes sort of thing. They play great, but then, like, you're saying everything kind of plays really good these days. Like, the way factory production is, everything's being made at a really high level. Yeah, I mean, today you you couldn't come out with a substandard guitar and sell it. I mean, you yeah. just can't. Yeah, you got you to work really hard to uh, go that cheap. You got to really screw it up. Because exactly. China will just do whatever you tell them to do in your budget. And, and stuff like they're that. Kinda, they're kind of robotic over there now, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So what's, uh, obviously Lace, you guys do pickups really different than everyone else. What's the, uh, like, what would you say is, like, the, like, the design formula or, like, the philosophy at Lace? Uh, the philosophy at Lace is... We do everything differently for a reason. Sure. And we always think uh, manufacturing-wise. How would you build this? And we're always picturing a going down a factory line. So mm. everything we kind of design is for ease of installation or ease of build. Mm. And what can we, you know, come up with to, you know, reduce noise, increase sustain, et cetera, et cetera. But, but make sense in the actual manufacturability of it. I mean, there's... 
right. there's other things out there that probably would do the same thing ours does, whether it's a pickup or it's a circuit board or something. But if you start from the beginning and you make it as simple as possible and it achieves the product and, and the process, you're then. So that's that's how we that's how we look at it. Cool. You have any questions, Steve? I'm just, just sitting over there quiet. You know me. <laughs> um, we both ate those greasy burgers over there. Like it's nap time, you man. Know what? Did you have one of those? That's a great burger. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. They're really good. Um, a friend of ours had them cater their wedding. Really? It was really good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What made you guys, because you guys are kind of unique on the market in terms of like you're making passive covered pickups. And just in terms of design, like I guess why covered? Everyone else like, you know, I say everyone else, like the mo most of your pickup manufacturers are do doing like the traditional fender, like you got your pickup and you have your pickup cover. But then with lace, like when I th whenever I see a guitar, especially strats, like you said, you guys work with fender for a long time, where it's a white covered pickup, like uh -huh. I automatically think like that guy's put laces, laces pickups in his guitar. Well, the, uh, the here's, here's a bit of trivia. So with, with, when we came out with the original fender lace sensor, um, again, Fender had nothing yeah. to start out with, the, the post-CBS Fender. And all like the first, I don't know, probably 50,000 sensors that we built for them are actually the Fender Mustang cover. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, so okay. we, you know, that Bill Schultz said, well, all we have is this mold with the smooth top on it. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll use that thing. You That's know? funny. So we'd take them and then we'd have to take a little shear and chop off the, 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 the ears where you would mount the cover down. So all the original ones have a little square off on the bottom of the pickup because we actually hand cut those things off. And wow. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Because yours truly hot stamped every single pickup. That really? Was out there. Oh, yeah. So, so every time there's a little stamp of the, like the red or the green or yeah, the, the blue that. ink, that's you that. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. With, with a stamp and a brush filling every letter in, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, we started, out, we started out in the garage, and then when we got with them, we were still kind of in the garage, but we obviously since moved up from that. But... You know, some of our some of our assembly tools were were jigs and fixtures that my father bought at the Golden West Swap Meet. Uh -huh. You know, we got something that cuts our magnetic material. He paid five dollars for it, and we still use it. I mean, it's like used every day. If it works, <laughs> it works, and it works great. You know, so <laughs> why change? You, you yeah, totally. You kind of uh, hinted at this earlier. Like, what other music products do you guys do besides pickups? Well, we uh, we have done for history buffs. Um, well, we've dabbled in a lot of things because we could, I guess. Um, the Lexicon 284 all tube recording amp that was brought out in the, I think I want to say the late 90s. Huh. Uh, that was our design, so we were an OEM manufacturer for Lexicon. Uh, we did that for a number of years until they just said, Why are you selling the tube amp, Mr. <laughs> Lexicon? And Harmon Carden shut them down that way. But, <laughs> um, and then we have. Uh, We've done. We, we're, we actually manufacture solenoids for the industrial applications. Really? Okay. So that's a coil as well. Yeah. So we wind those, and we've now um, we've been at that for like 35 years plus. That's really interesting because it's like you are uh, all a pickup is is just it's, it's a coil, a coil on a magnet. magnet. Yeah. It's part of you know, it's part of a solenoid or it's part of like a generator or like you exactly. know any you kind know, of. It's got a coil on it. It's you know it's it hasn't been. That's interesting that you guys manufacture that as well. It makes so we total do sense. So we do a uh, we do ours specifically for like air monitoring and um, chip wafer chip manufacturers. Wow! So it goes on Teflon valves and it it actually runs the acids 
does that to stuff actually etch onto the wafers. So do right. all those parts get branded lace? No, actually, none of them do. So <laughs> oh, okay. we're like the just the, the plumber helper on that one. Gotcha. I mean, our stuff goes to the guys that sell that stuff that sell to that uh, stuff. But they end up like in you know Intel and Ryan's just trying to find ways where he can buy like weird things and take them over. Like, <laughs> look, it says lace. No, so my thought was like there's going to be some guy out there who's his job to put together like a cell phone or like some sort of thing, and he's using one of your components. He's like lace. No, it couldn't be because he's like a guitar player. No, it can't be. And he looks it up and he's like, oh, we're using lace products and this freaking like widget I'm manufacturing. Well, that that, that brings that brings us all the way around to the point where um, two years ago, uh, because of the NAM show and uh -huh. our, our being in the business, we we were approached by some individuals that were working on a totally non-musical product. And uh, I, I'm proud to say we're involved with it big time now. And it's a... And it uses our solenoids in it. You know, uh -huh. It doesn't use a pickup in there, but it uses lace technology in it. And it's a it's a new portable dialysis machine. Really, oh, that's cool. And um, it's like revolutionary. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't use a dialysis machine. <laughs> However, <laughs> well, that's. I mean, I guess apparently these things are like the size of a refrigerator, and you got to go there yeah. and you got to lay down yeah. and do all this. Well, this thing is is in a little suitcase, and you can. It's portable. Nice. And. Um, the gentleman who started it, the founder, is a big guitar player. I've worked with him in the past, and we didn't know he was working on this. We got with him. He's a such a music nut that he got with SKB. SKB now makes the outside for this dialysis wow. machine, the uh -huh. case for it. And there's a couple other music-oriented uh, <laughs> things. In fact, um, he just had his, I want to say, like his 65th birthday last week. And what did he get? He got a lace guitar. With lace pickups on it, and you know, engraved covers that said "Easy Dial." You know, that's the company that we're involved with uh -huh. on it. So it's still, and every 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 executive's got a guitar in their office. Right. So it's music industry just kind of moved around a little, little yeah. to the left on that. Now, would you say that your dialysis machine has better tone than other dialysis machines? Absolutely. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Does it have better tone or does it just look better so we think oh, it has well, better I, tone? I was just going to say that it looks really cool. It's <laughs> in a big red box on wheels. So uh, it's FAA friendly, too. You can take it on the plane. <laughs> but for those of you that, that know anybody that's on dialysis, this is like a life-changing thing. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we're, we're just in the middle of uh, FDA approval for human use and it should start seeing it on the market at the beginning of 2017. Wow. That, and uh, so it's I, got so a huge, yeah, huge upside to it. I mean, yeah. gigantic. I worked for, I, I'm in biotech, so I worked for a company that one of our products was like a big diabetes thing for, for like a few years. So like the relationship between like that and dialysis for like kidney stuff and all that, like it's all kind of yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really so cool. We're really excited about that. Um, we're working on another project with them on that, that that uses sensor technology as well, but that's a couple years off. But again, it's kind of how we manipulate the magnetic fields. It's uh -huh. kind of laces key how we do things with the lace sensor. So that's kind of continuing more of its industrial uses. And then the uh, the other thing that we have, we've had out before, we've done guitars, numerous guitars over the years. We had our Huntington brand, which was kind of an entry-level Strat with lace sensors on. It was kind of like in-your-face vendor because you're not putting the lace sensors on your <laughs> guitars anymore, so we'll do it. And uh, we have our lace Helix guitar, which is kind of a swoopy-looking thing. 
and our uh, Cybercaster, which is kind of a stretched out Telecaster that uh, I'm very proud of. But that said, it also comes with a helical neck, which has actually has a built-in twist on it, and uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, and we're just you're bringing out about, some new. You're talking about the the, the neck that's got the twist in it. Yes, I'm the, sorry. I can't hear over the band. <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember. I, I remember picking one of those up. It was a guitar at a guitar show years ago. It was a trip. It's well, got like a, it's like a helix shape. It's like a like DNA. Correct, correct. And it, the difference between then and now is like what we're doing now. It costs so much to go to a store and explain to people that everything on the wall isn't what we're trying to sell. Right. Now with social media, podcasts like you guys, YouTube, all those things, it's so much easier to get our our word across to people that uh, we decided to reintroduce it now on, based on those platforms to market it. And we've, we've already... Uh, we have a new, we showed a base, a prototype base with that neck on it at uh, Nashville, and it just went over phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And the concept is that it's just really, it like adjusts to the angle of your hand as you go down it. Exactly. I mean, so it's it like just takes the wear and tear off, off, your, right. off your wrist. Uh-huh. And, but again, it's subtle enough that you don't really see it. Right. Because if I was to show it to you, what would you say? Oh. That's kind of weird, right? I can't play that. Well, in your in your head, it's twisted around like ninety degrees or something, but it's not. It's not like it's it's, like, it's twisted at, on the base. It's like seven point eight degrees yeah. difference to the to the nut, or I mean to the bridge. It's just enough to change the angle of your hand or keep the angle of your hand the same as you go up and down the neck. But it's not enough that you're like, whoa, what's going on here? But it, it's a really interesting concept for sure. Well, you know, especially on the base. I mean, out of the gate. We have Victor Wooten coming on board. We have Steve Bailey coming on board. We had uh, Chuck Rainey try it out at, at uh, Nashville. And, you know, he kind of he he played it and played it, and he listened to what we said and listened to what we said. But until I put another guitar, a standard P-Bass in his, in his hands, he didn't get it. And all of a sudden, he raised his hand up towards the neck, and all of a sudden, his eyes slip. He goes... I get oh, it. I get yeah. it. Because he could feel it. No yeah. matter how we describe it, unless you feel it, but you don't really feel it when it's when you're playing a helical neck. You right. feel it when you're not playing the helical right. neck. Right. But only in the comparison form. Right. So he went uh, back on the Sander thing, and then, and then he was like, okay. And for, the, and for the first time in his life, he goes, oh, yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah, I guess I'm having to tweak my wrists. Exactly. Normally. Exactly. So we're gonna see. You're gonna see a big velocity push in the top top bass player echelon, and then uh, we were bringing out a uh, acoustic with with the uh, the value of being a student guitar, right? Because it goes to the other end of the spectrum. On it's just easier to learn on. I mean, it's that much easier to make the F chord. It doesn't look funky. And right. it's easier to play. It just looks like a regular neck. It just has a like a little ergonomic thing going on. Yeah, exactly. So we're uh, that's the other one we'll be doing, and then we're uh, you know we're in discussions with other guitar companies right now on even licensing the uh, the technology because it, it's that cool. Yeah, totally. But again, if it wasn't for the social media, you know, today's way to tell a story, 
it wouldn't be happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really amazing how much the like the social media, like technology, and all the stuff of the internet really makes it so easy for builders to connect directly with their audience and with buyers and stuff like that. It, it, it blows me away how how you can you know we call it laser marketing. I mean that you can touch and feel your best people that you know. We, we could could benefit from it. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else to ask you? I think I'm good. I've always wondered about the cover thing. I, it's That's actually a fun story. It's actually really funny, and it makes sense. Yeah. But well, it, it, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of stories with Fender. I mean, it, it's yeah, it's pretty comical, you know. I mean, I just like why is there why is there you know a red sensor and a blue sensor and a silver sensor? And, right. Well, it's because. Hey, those were great models, but that wasn't the, the sound they really wanted yet. But, oh, put that on the side. We'll use that for another model, and then we'll use this for another model. So, basically, everything that we made was just an iteration of the gold sensor, but they didn't want to say, that's no good. They said, it's great, but it's not the Fender sound. You know? right. so, <laughs> so, that's that's another little bit of trivia that uh, we did with Fender. And cool. there's probably a lot more I can think oh, I'm of sure. top of my head. I mean, you guys have been in business quite a while. You've just yeah, like we're like 37 years or something like that now. Jeez. That's a trip. All right. Well, well thanks for having yeah. me. Hey, guys. thanks oh, for coming got... over. This is this is really great. Yeah. I feel like we probably could have done this a lot longer, but then we started getting blown out. Yeah, so. these guys are a lot louder than the last band. Uh, yeah, th and the beer's not even flowing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot, 200-watt filter amps. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great talking to you. This will be up. We'll let you know when it gets up, basically. Okay.